The PWC Network. What the world is watching and listening to. That's right, infidels. You found us here, channelattitude.com, Hameen Media Group, where you get the most real talk, the best reviews of all your favorite wrestling shows from AEW and WWE, Impact, and more, because we're going to break it all down with the best staff in professional wrestling at HMG. So you don't need to go anywhere else, because there's no five stars here. There's only $5 face slaps, infidel. Hello, so sign up today, channelattitude.com, Hameen Media Group, and join the Hameen Army for the most real talk in professional wrestling. YOLO! <laughs> 10, 9, 8, 7, Page. And now the Bucks 
with Konosuke Takeshita. No, Takeshita reverses, meeting of the minds there for Matt and Nick Jackson. Oh, German, did double, double German suplex! I think Don Kaus has joined us here at the desk. A little bunch of people just surprises here. We get like no heads up. Hello, Don. Good to be out here. Historic night, gentlemen. Konosuke Takeshita about to tee off on City Omega, but Omega. Spike came through the entranceway, so nobody attacked him. Taz, you talk about John Moxley being a hybrid. Kota Ibushi, a man passionate about all aspects of professional wrestling, from the severe to the surreal, from the sensational to the sublime, and he is here in all elite wrestling. To even up the sides, but now, since Wheeler Yuta got knocked down on the outside, it's going to be an advantage for the Golden Elite. Ibushi, Ibushi. God, Scott, continue. God. Kota Ibushi's the original codependent friend of Kenny Omega. Driven down. And Willie. Oh, God. Oh, no! No! It's karma! And Moxley, his spine now perforated by the bed of nails. You brought it. You feel it, dude. Oh, Bushi's not done with Mox. I don't think so. Bushi's oh, looking like the MVP of this match so far, guys. The nose! So present to the bed of nails by Kota Ibushi. What do you think? I know. Northern Lights suplex on top of the cage. A second. It's going to run. No, 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 no. Oh, no. Be no. careful. Be careful. A third. Oh, my God. No. no this no, no, is no. perilous. Banjo this is at, frightening. Banjo looking up at ringside. And Matt's going to throw him off. No, no, no. Oh, my God. Oh, you to counter to the DDT. He's going to throw him off the top. Now Pack and Claudio Castagnoli with, wait, Matt Jackson still on top of the cage. And Matt Jackson, what is he, what the hell, what is this? He's, he's raining thumbtacks down from the top of the cage. I've never seen it done like that. Whoa, Pat! Oh, the Golden Elite take advantage! Timing is everything in great oh, job. Man. This thing has been totally just nuts and crazy. Superplex by Yuta on Matt Jackson. Pack taken down by Kota Ibushi. Kenny Omega taken down. What's Pack doing? What is Pack doing for God's sake? Pack has scaled the cage. Oh, and oh the footstep through the table. The glass. There's no safe place to land. Oh, the snap. Dragging it to the glass. No safe place to land at all anywhere in this two-ring battleground. No place. The ring, a proverbial minefield. Broken glass and one up, one winged angel. Great pack. Great dunk. brutalizer. Oh, that's awesome right there by Pat. The brutalizer locked in. Omega, the man for the Golden Elite who's been in this match the longest. From the very, very beginning to your point. Now Majigatami by Wheeler Yuta. And Kenny's got a bad neck. Let's not forget that. That's Takeshita. Now the sleeper on Ibushi. Who's going to tap here? The submission holds everywhere. Right. Moxley with the triangle. There we go. The giant swing by Claudio Castagnoli. With the taps all around. Look at it. Remember, Chris Jericho tapped after the giant swing. Look at how far he's taking this. And now Claudio, the good sharpshooter with Matt Jackson. 
in the very tags that Matt dropped from the top of the cage. Ibushi escapes the grip oh, and just a oh, kick to the side of the head. Broke the grip. Oh, Ibushi, yeah, oh. Ibushi's breaking all these submission holds, round kicks, and a front kick to Ooh. the roof. Oh, just yeah. kick your teeth out. That's what he did. Big round kick to oh, the big man. chest. He's still holding on! Yeah, that karate background of Kota Ibushi. But a testament to the toughness of Clark Kent. only able to absorb those kicks. He cinched up. Oh, that time. Cinched up twice. Third time, no brainer. Wow. What a display of marvelous pro wrestling violence tonight on Dynamite. Ibushi has been the difference maker for the Golden Elite. Yeah, good call. No doubt about it. Yeah. Okay. Nice kiss right there by John Moxley. A little blood over the lens. That's nice. Kenny Omega sent across. Oh, they're all teaming up on Omega here. Look at this. This is great. Yuta, the back elbow. Omega, the anchor for the Golden Elite. Oh, hell yeah. of a kick oh. by Konosuke Takeshita. Oh, Kenny comes right back. Oh, uppercut. A little friendly fire there by the BCC, but they still have the numbers advantage. Uh-oh. There we go. Pack has been having some issues throughout this whole thing. It began at the it began right at the start when I first got in the ring. Come on. Look at some miscommunication going on here, obviously. And this could be the undoing of the Black Bull Combat Club. To capture trying to keep the peace here. What's wrong with Pac? Uh, he's a bastard. Is he? Uh, he might be here. No, he, no, don't, no. Pac's walking out on the Blackpool Combat what Club. What is this? He, he just told oh, Maybe not. Maybe. I, 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 oh, I don't know where he's going. Hey. Like a, a bolt cutter. Bolt cutter. Yes. Well, the, the door is locked. Get the hell out of here. Yeah, he told the referee unlock the door. Well, Why is he doing this? This is not part of the strategy. Oh, well, this is ridiculous. Slamming the door back in Claudio Castagnoli's face. Oh, Omega! The meat trigger! Oh, Kenny saw the opening. But Moxley looking for the Death Rider in the glass. Slam! Oh, Dragon by Omega! Kenny Omega's reserve is unbelievable. Come on! To Kesta, the Snapdragon into the glass. Kenny Omega! Well, PCC definitely had a disadvantage. That man walked out on him. He's his own man. He's his own man. And remember, he was hand-picked by the Blackpool Combat Club. They know that he wanted revenge more than anything on the elite. And now, Hangman Page may be thinking Buckshot Larian. Claudio sees him, though. Hangman Buckshot oh. connects. It doesn't matter. Now Wheeler Yuta being held up and those tags at Yuta's feet. Oh yeah, Yuta's dangling, here it comes! Oh, trigger! Sandwich City right there. And now, Wheeler at the mercy. Oh, lining up Wheeler Yuta. Oh, the super kick! With, that's a, with the black shoe! Yeah, what's that different? Oh, black shoe's a different shoe, a black shoe, I believe. The black shoe, oh wait, what's, the handcuff now being put around the wrist of John Moxley. Oh, I'll tell you what, the elite show, they could be vicious and violent too. 
And Wheeler Utah busted open. Oh, I mean, that small district. The trout. Don Cowles is just. What the hell's he going to do? Don Cowles left the desk. Where's he going? He's calling to catch to out. To Don Cowles just called to catch out of this match. Well, that's what he's doing. Wow. I think Don realized that things are not going the way of the BCC. This is this is basically five on three now. Oh my God! And really, you just get picked apart. That shoot of Matt Jackson. Oh, it's got it's got thumbtacks on the bottom. Look at that. Yeah, you're right. It's got thumbtacks oh. on the bottom. No, no, no. And Yuta's face ground into it. John Moxley handcuffed to the ropes. Wheeler Yuta. He's being choked out. He's being choked out. Wheeler Yuta is going to sleep, and that is it. The Golden Elite have won. Here are your winners. Shivani, and now the PWC, the Pro Wrestling Coalition, is on the air for the most exciting two hours of professional wrestling podcasting in the world. We're going to put butts in seats and ears to the streets. And now, here are your hosts, Jimmy T and Chris DeFerran. Yo! Alright, hello everybody and welcome to your favorite podcaster's favorite podcast about AEW Dynamite. Yes, folks, welcome to the Wednesday Night Skirmish, brought to you by the PWC Network. Who the hell is the PWC Network? Well, first of all, let's start with me, because I'm the one talking for, to start with. My name is Christopher Ams, that's A-M-B-S, like Lance with Noel, of course, your first thing in the morning. Don't worry, if you ever forget how to spell my name, I'll just remind you at the beginning of every show. Joining me is my usually unusual co-host with the most, Port Phillip Coast. Uh, his audio stylings are tried and true, just don't ask him any facts about the fucking kangaroo. Jimmy T <laughs> of the PWC. Jimmy, how the hell are you, mate? <laughs> that's good. Funny you bring up about asking me facts about kangaroos. Funny enough, I was just on the Homeboy 88 uh, experience, right? Just like the Joe Rogan experience, just not quite. And he was asking me questions about the kangaroos. Oh, well. So there you go. So you can ask me questions about the kangaroos. But yeah, I'm back. I'm happy to be back on the skirmish. That's right. That's right. Blood and guts edition. The blood blood and bullshit. It was blood and bullshit, brother. (laughs) You know, uh... Um, in the Game of Thrones, all the different families in Game of Thrones have like their their words, right? Like their mottos, basically. And the one from House Targaryen is blood and fire. And I just hey. thought, oh, it's blood and guts. And then it was just blood and bullshit. So there's all kinds of shit in that last match, and we'll fucking get to it. But oh my god, <laughs> I I just had an argument too. With fucking, I just had an argument on Twitter with uh, with Track. Many of our listeners will know who Track Brown is. Uh, shout out to Track Brown and everybody over on the. Uh, PW Hustle, we love you guys. Um, what up? Track was saying, oh, maybe they just wanted tables in the match. I'm like, Track, that fucking match was garbage. And he was just like, no, man, it was great. I, I don't know. I, I can't. I just can't with some people. I love you, Track, but fuck. <laughs> you know what, man? You know, he's been. it's been long overdue since we've had him on the show. We should fucking... Uh 
combat him one day about his beliefs on certain pro wrestling stuff. Oh, absolutely. We'd, I'd, I'd love to have him on. I'd love to have him on to talk about this fucking garbage. Uh, maybe, maybe the next time there's a blood and guts, we'll ask Track to uh, to, to join us. And I can roast him over the fires about it. <laughs> uh, well, well, but we love you, Track, man. But it's a long time coming. But shout outs to the to the Hustleites. Yeah, shout outs to the Hustleites and everybody over there. Again, we love you. Um, Absolutely. Jimmy, the collision numbers are still shitty. Well, why? Whoa, whoa, whoa. What was the numbers, actually? Um, it was 5-something again. 570, I want to say. So, I mean, yeah. not as bad, right? Uh, but it's not great either. Like, that... Shit, man. That's not good, Chris, man, because the damn show is fucking damn good, man. Um, and we can't, can't we, I mean, can we seriously use the excuse of Saturday nights, dude? I just don't I, buy it. I don't think that you can. Again, I, I think that, I think that the way that the, the guys from the Elite responded to Punk coming back basically poisoned the well for a big chunk of the AEW audience. And I think that for the, I think that for anybody who's a wrestling fan but who doesn't watch AEW, um, they just hear AEW and go, nope, not doing it. You know, like the like the hardcore WWE marks. I don't think it would matter if C. I don't think it would matter if John Cena showed up. You know, it's like they don't care if it's AEW. The I answer agree. is no. I agree. Actually, I was saying that to Jeff too. I, I was saying actually to him before. Okay, at this point, I feel like it doesn't matter who the fuck you have on on in AEW. If it was if it was Cena. Heck, it could be Stone Cold, The Rock. Maybe they'll break a million for someone like that, right? But not much fucking more. I I think they do a million and a half with one of those guys. Pops. And and, that's great. And for one week, I'm saying. For one week, they would top a million and a half. And then after that, it would nosedive again. But is it the tribalism, Chris? That's the thing. Is it the tribalism? Is it the, the toxicity? of the professional wrestling fan base of 2023 with your WWE tards and your AEW Mark tards. I mean, is is it come down to that, man? Why can't we all just be fans of pro wrestling? I don't even think it's a tribalism within the wrestling community. I think all of Western society right now is like really, really like factioning off. Like in general, I feel like that's that's the mood. I feel like there's a lot of, um, I feel like, and I mean, Listen, I'm not a, I'm not like a clinical psychologist or anything, but like, I, I honestly feel like because less and less people are going to church, more and more people are giving their allegiance and really, really strongly to things that normally would just be like a fun thing to do. You know what I mean? Like people are almost turning uh, AEW into their religion, or they've turned you know, uh, the bloodline into their religion. And it's like, everybody's getting really heated about stuff. And it's like, you know, you, you can just try to watch wrestling and, and say what you like and what you don't like. Like, it's possible. Right. You know, we're people that are, consider ourselves professional wrestling fans, not AEW this or WWE that. You know what I mean? Come on. It's immature. Grow up. Come on, man. Just be fans of professional wrestling and be glad you've got all this shit. 
whether it's right or wrong. You know what I mean? That's right, man. And listen, if you're gonna if you're gonna pick one three letter combination to be to have as your religion, don't let it be AW. Don't let it be WWE. Let it be the PWC because we'll always ah, let you take care of you. Absolutely. So. Make sure it is the PWC because we give just as much love as what you give to us. That's right. Your only true path <laughs> to salvation is through membership in the PWC. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and in this case, you can become a skirmite. <laughs> a skirmite. I like that. Sh- Shout-outs to Chabella Veracruz. He was the one that came up with that. I started laughing. Oh, it's all my skirmites out there. <laughs> he um, made me laugh. All right. I want to say hi to a couple of people from the chat. Uh, Chris Winland is in there. So, hello, Chris Winland. Um, Shalom. Yeah, yeah. Um <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and uh, highlight one of his comments here and we'll read it. So it says, so you think Pac will return to TV or will he disappear for six months? Good fucking question. Any updates on Thunder Rosa? Uh, she's injured. Uh, what's Miro up up to lately? I don't know. And I'm not worried about it. A lot of people are going, oh, where's where's Miro? Miro's gone again. You know what? It's We've had four fucking episodes of Collision and they think he's been on three, right? Like everybody simmer. Calm three? down. On Collision? He's only yeah. had one match on Collision, though. Only one match, but he's been a part of the show, right? They've run yeah, videos two weeks. and stuff like that. He's been on two out of the last four. Yeah. Yeah. Which is not that good, though, considering the way they're promoting, you know, he's going to be around all the time. And uh, there's got to be something a lot more going on. And is it your birthday today, Chris Wheeler? And if it is, happy birthday, my friend. Fuck, man. I'm glad we can uh, celebrate with you, dude. So... It's a big 4-5, huh? I'm not looking forward to me getting there, man. But I'm not too far behind. I'm 40, unfortunately. Old, old man. Shh. Old man. Uh, we've also got uh, some Facebook users in the house. We've got Homeboy88. Oh, is that Humberto? Humberto88. Uh, yeah. What's up, brothers? What's, what's up, up, what's up? Boy? We love you. Um, Facebook user has a pretty interesting comment here. Blood and Guts is basically an indie version of War Games. Yeah. So I honestly, I was when when the fucking main event was coming up, I was thinking to myself, I really don't know what the fucking rules are to Blood and Guts because I don't know if I even fucking watched last year. So I was like, I don't. Well, what is this fucking matchup? And then I saw the rules and I was like, Oh, it's War Games. It's War Games. War Games, right? In a weird way, sort of. Um, doesn't War Games sort of start with everyone in the ring per se? If I remember. No. No, it doesn't, thing. right? No, no, but they're on the outside usually or some shit, aren't they? They're usually standing on the outside. They have like a place for them all to stand and wait until the until the pod opens up and then people run out. Triple H is obsessed with pods for some reason. Uh, I wonder why. He might be a pod person himself. I wonder where he used to take Steph, huh? In the pods. He used to take her take her to pod town uh, <laughs> pod town right there <laughs> pod Fuck town pod town. pod town i'm not i'm not i'm not, <laughs> doing, I'm not doing that song. <laughs> Fuck that song. <laughs> oh man but anyway um and oh and i forgot to mention with chris willand as far as pack goes that's a good question because don't be surprised if he's gone for another six months no reason for him to be back. Honestly, so. <laughs> he, I know he's he's getting the the title match against uh, against Cesaro in ROH, right? That's that's basically yep. how they 
how they're cool. building it is the, the finish to this match. So how great. dumb! So you go from AEW, right, the pinnacle of uh, that side of things, and uh, where's the climax? Ring of Horror. Yeah, that's what I call it, man. It's Ring of Horror right now, dude. Ring of Horrors. All that too. Ring of Horrors. Ring of Horses. Ring of Harriets. Uh, I mean. I don't know, man. Ring of Halva. It, it could be anything. Ring of. You know, Ring of Halal Vana, That's for sure, Chris. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Ring of Halal. Yeah. yeah. Ring of Halal. Blessed. They need to be blessed, actually. Yeah. I mean, they all do kind of need to be blessed in order to get any. Maybe that's what blood and guts is. You know, like Halal's supposed to be blessed. Oh, yeah. You know, they they you chop. You know what I mean? You drain the blood. Uh, could be. Blood and guts. Could be. And then you get Ring of Honor, the climax between Pac I, I honestly and think that, I honestly <laughs> think that if you liked the main event on this on this episode, you probably would really love to just watch an animal get butchered. You'd probably just <laughs> you'd probably just be there with like with like your, your soda or whatever and you'd just be like shit. You'd just be like, Wow, this is fun. I like watching things get butchered. Wow. What am that? Hi. Hi guys. Oh shit! We're already we're already off to a fly. I mean, you, I mean, let's be honest. <coughs> tell me what was so good about that. Tell me if he's telling lies. I mean, yeah. seriously. Tell oh. me if he's telling lies. Also, on that on that line, I don't like that line. I wish he would say stop I'm telling lies. That's better. <laughs> Did you hear uh, McGinnis uh, last last week on Collision say, "Tell me if I'm telling lies." Ian, uh. <laughs> he actually said it too. And I'm like, God damn you, Nigel! Great, good job, Nige. <laughs> um, Nige. <laughs> did you know that my Nige. parents almost called me Nigel? I, I'm really <laughs> glad they did. <laughs> you and Nigel, oh, that'd be weird. Uh -huh. Yeah, like, mom, g'day, Nigel. <laughs> it was actually that my mom was like, my, like, literally, this was the conversation, like, right? Because my grandparents are from Ireland. My mom was right. like, oh, I really like Nigel. I think I might name him Nigel. And my grandpa was like, you're not naming my fucking grandchild Nigel. <laughs> a good call. Uh, you know, senior aims. Uh, <laughs> Nigel, that's a bad name, bro. It's just not a good name. It's like, just not a good name, man. Nigel. I mean, yuck. Yeah. It's like, that's like calling yourself fucking, uh. I don't, I don't know. I can't even think of it because Nigel is just that bad. So, no to Nige. Yeah, this is kind of funny. I'm not. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Media M5 says, ah, could have called you oh, no. Nige Ams for short. I'm sure yeah, that's I wonder not what how you, you really mean. pronounce that, but <laughs> shout out to Media Smart, M5. though, smart. Yeah. yeah. Very smart. Very smart, Mikey. I see what very, you did there. Very, very smart. Uh, um, very, all right. But... You know what wasn't smart, Jimmy? <laughs> What's that? What isn't smart is opening your show with a video of Jack Perry who's burying his oh. boots in the desert um, and then getting into a limo and Eesh. then showing up in Boston. <laughs> I... What was this? Uh, you know how you were just done that face and you had the, the soda in your hand? <laughs> yeah, that face. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's what, what, what I was doing watching this. And not for positive reasons, 
Literally, I was just like, why? <laughs> what was that all about? Why did I, they even need to go there? Like, why did that? I feel like I feel like somebody in the in the writers' room was like was like yeah so uh, so I don't I don't really Jack what do you guys what do you guys think about Jack well what do we know about Jack well Jack's Jack's dad was in the movies oh cool we could do like a we could do like a major cinematic thing where where uh, where Ooh. Jack buries his his old fun boots in the in the desert because they're fun but he's not fun anymore and he's gonna be real serious and also he's gonna dress like every other fucking heel that we have in full length leather pants like fuck (laughs) (laughs) even uh, brian dennison doesn't approve i mean i'm just saying yeah this was uh weird i mean was he like conjuring up his dad from 90210 was he like dylan all over again it looked like dylanito (laughs) (laughs) dylanito it's like a little little homie version you know just a little fucking dylanito a less cool version because his dad was much more cooler than his own son, unfortunately. Oh, yeah. Just saying. But whatever that was, it sucked. It done nothing for him. It done nothing for me. done nothing for Chris. I'm sure it done nothing for anybody. And... He comes out to <laughs> Beethoven now, too. He comes out to That Beethoven. was weird, bro. <laughs> How does that even make sense? Can you actually explain that to me? What does that I... mean? I guess he he just somebody there is finally listening and they're like, "Oh, you know what? People people like to sing along with the themed music even if they don't like the guy who's coming out." So, of course, they didn't want to play whoa. Well, because only... they were afraid that somebody was going to cheer along. So, well, there's only one conclusion then, Chris. You know what that is? He's a man, I guess. Such a man. Such a man. Such a uh, man, that Jack Perry. Anyway, I mean, he comes out dressed in all leather and he gets booed from the crowd. Hook makes his entrance. Uh, Taz loves him because he's his kid. And uh, yeah. Anyway, they go to break right away before the match starts, basically. Uh, back from break, Perry uh, is trying to do like a, a German suplex off the apron to the outside of the ring. Except that he can't get it, so it just looks like he's humping Hook on the outside. Like he keeps like thrusting really hard against Hook's backside to try to get him up for the for the German, and it, it just looked well. <laughs> well, it looked pretty poofy, know. right? In other it words, I mean, it looked kind of poof, very poofed up. Um, first of all, who in their right eye? like right mind thought this would be a good match for either one of these two i, I mean man. jungle boy to me is still very green man yep, yep. and hook is green match yeah so why yeah, put him against hook? how to put together a match so like wh- who's leading this fucking match on television <laughs> and no less for a bout that doesn't even exist supposedly in this aw cosmos shall i say i mean so now he becomes ftw champion is that what it is for the wankers is that what what the belt stands for for the wankers yeah so wow. at one point here perry does the mule kick to the balls follows it up by the <laughs> back of the uh, back of the head elbow for a two count 
There's ref nonsense, and then Perry hits him with the title, and that's the finish. He's the new FTW champion. I mean... Damn. Who gives Damn. a shit? I, like, I... first of all, the, 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 the fucking title doesn't mean anything. They even talk about Not how a... it's, it's, it's a... What did they say? It's, a, it's an outlaw title. <laughs> like, you get that That's outlaw it. is not a good thing in wrestling, right? And it goes against... It's basically like a conspiracy theory bout that goes against authority. So how is this... How, how was Hook, first of all, against the authority? Why, and, and if you're so against the authority, what the fuck do you want a belt for anyway? I <laughs> I have no idea, bro. I, I really don't have an idea. I mean, so now I'm assuming we're going to have a, a blood feud between Perry and uh, Hook. Is that I what's guess. happening? Cool. So, and and let me guess, right? I mean, it's pretty easy to, to come up to, with the conclusion that Hook will get the blow off, right? Eventually. I mean, will he? I don't, I, I really don't I think. I have he, no idea. You I, think? Man, honestly, I don't think either one of these guys is a good professional wrestler. I, I think that they both need to be told, hey, listen, we need you to go down to Georgia and find some shitty fucking Atlanta-based thing and just go there for a year before you come back figure out how to work and then and then come back when you've figured it out both of you guys <laughs> right or you send them to wherever like i know there's no ohio valley wrestling anymore or whatever but like send them somewhere like that right and if you can't send them to fucking germany or england and just <laughs> tell them learn how to work then but come that's back okay chris i'll just send them to ring of honor oh god no oh. <laughs> God, nobody's I mean, learning anything in Ring of Honor right now. I mean, seriously, no, this is um, this is sad, dude. It, it's sad because the thing is, I'm a fan of Hook, as most people know. I like Hook, dude. Mm. I mean, he still does a pretty fucking cool fucking suplex, at least better than yeah. fucking Jungle Perry, whatever the fuck he is now. I mean, and but in saying that, they're both greeny shit. Both shouldn't be in a match where one needs to lead the other because it's like two headless chooks, man. And if you don't know what a chook is, I'm talking chickens. All right? It's a chicken. Chickens. Not, two chickens uh, with no heads. Unlike, unlike what people might expect after Jimmy coming up with a word that we've never heard before, no, it's chook. not a racial epithet to anyone. It's, oh, my God. It's chicken. <laughs> oh, anyway. Literally chooks, bro. That's what we call chickens, like for short. Two headless chooks. That's what yep. this was. And it does nothing because it doesn't build Jungle Boy. This is not going to build him up. And it's not doing nothing for Hook anyway. Uh -uh. Wrong matchup, wrong booking. I just don't understand. Like Medium 5 says in the chat, me, uh, video game morons. Yeah, it's not good. Not good at all. Um, anyway. Yeah, uh, Alex Marvez is next up. He he's backstage and he says, uh, 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 "Everybody, everybody, follow me. I'm uh, I'm I'm trying to to get the scoop on what's going on with Chris Jericho and uh, and Don Callis." And then he shows a quick video of the two of them eating, and then they tell him to fuck off, and he fucks off. As he should. <laughs> Seriously, he's, he's a fucking dork, bro. It's great. Like full dork, and and these two. <laughs> What the hell, man? What's the point of this? I mean, really? 
I, so dumb, dude. Like, why does anybody give a shit if Chris Jericho joins Don Callis? Why do I, I care? This is what he does. This is what he does anyway. He just refreshes the same group with a different name. Yeah, but like, you know what I mean? Yeah, but honestly, Jimmy, like, why do I care? Why do I stay high? Yeah, <laughs> Both thugs and harmony. Just saying. Don't, Same don't thing. It, yeah, anyway. It's fucking stupid. <laughs> anyway. Why should we care? Why should I? Yeah, why? I don't care. You don't care. I'm sure no one cares. Why would anyone care? Like, right. I, care Jimmy zero. And... We don't care. All right. So anyway, next up, we've got Cole and MJF. They're standing outside this, a Chinese I restaurant care. in Boston. This was funny as fuck. I don't care. Like, I don't care what anybody has to say about this. This was uh, fucking funny. Okay? These two are actually really, really... Like, these guys have chemistry. If you want to know what on-screen chemistry looks like, it looks like Adam Cole and MJF. They are really good together. Uh, MJF is not thought? happy because it's a Chinese restaurant in Boston, which means he's going to have to be around poor people. And Adam Cole says yes, and you're afraid to eat spicy food, so we're gonna eat some spicy food together. Um, Max, Actually, the Chinese looked really good just quietly. Yeah, it did. Um, it Max did. <laughs> is telling a story as they sit down about how you know he uh, he, he he body slammed Big Bill in front of uh, in front of thirty thousand. Saskatchewan Silverdome. He starts saying he starts with saying uh, in front of thirty thousand screaming fans in the in the Saskatoon uh, Silverdome. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's and it. then that was pretty funny. And then they have a couple of drinks. Uh, the, the the waiter tells them that it's 100% alcohol. And then uh, Max's story gets bigger <laughs> and bigger. So the next time he says, yeah, I faced the Goliath Big Bill in front of 99,000 screaming fans at the Saskatoon Silverdome. <laughs> and I'm like, this is awesome. 99,000 people in Saskatoon would be half the fucking city, by the way. Like, it's, it's, it's just great. And also, it's called the Credit Union Center. Anyway. Oh, well, there you go. Well, yeah. you, know, you know what sucks, man? I actually don't want these two to break up. Heck, I want them to win the Tag Championships. And you know who's going to fuck it for him in the end, really? Mm. You know who. Come on. Who what? do you think? I think it'll be Strong. Roderick Strong is going to be jealous. As you can see, he's getting pretty jealous. Mm. And I bet you he'll screw it up for fucking both MJF and Adam Cole from winning those tag belts, man. That Which is a shame good. because I like seeing a white meat baby face. I know he's being fake as fuck. But he, I love seeing this white, over-the-top white meat baby face. MJF, because he's he's doing the throwback, bro. You know, he's I mean? slapping hands with the fans. I mean, it's really the, funny to watch. Like, it, it really is funny to watch him do it. It's it's very well done, Chris. I, I, I'm gonna say that. And you know what? It elevates fucking Adam Cole, bro. He needed a boost, and it I really agree. helps I out. Agree. It really helped him out, man. More so than it helps out MJF. But I think MJF is happy to do that. I feel like MJF is almost like like. I don't mind. Here's his. Well, okay. How can I say this? I like MJF doing this. I think he's very entertaining. He's super Absolutely. funny. I think he can pull this kind of shit off better than basically anybody else in their company, and maybe just flatly better than anybody else in their company. But I'm not sure this is the right role for your world champion. No, I'm it's not. Just not sure. No, no, you're right. No, no. You know what? The the truth of the matter is, it's not the right role. But you know why they're probably doing this? Because I think they really don't know what to do next with him, dude. 
Well, I think that they just knew that Adam Cole wasn't gonna get over the way that they want him to. Like, but to do you think that was the intention, challenge. though? I think that they knew he wouldn't get over. Yep. So, do you think they did this to get Adam Cole over? I do. Yeah, I think that's the point of this of this whole thing is to get Adam Cole over. Okay, but then there's a problem with that because the fans don't want like them to to break up right now. I don't think they'll be as invested in a singles match right now as they would be for them being tag champs, bro. Neither I I I mean I actually agree with what you're saying, Jimmy. And also, um, I think it was Excalibur tonight said that the better than you, baby T-shirts are the number one seller on <laughs> AEW.com. Wow. So. Holy like, shit. If you're the company, you're going, fuck, do we break these guys up right away? Ah, dude, they've they've booked themselves in a little bit of a corner, which is fine because it's spontaneous. And, you know, you can go and run with this for a bit, man. And I'm cool with that, dude. As much as it doesn't, you know, is even though the intentions are probably different, they've just you know, they've come up across something that that's money right now, dude. And like you said, it's literally money. They're the number one sellers right now in merch. Selling I mean, shit, dude. But and then again, that's it's TK. What wrestling is all about. But he doesn't want to make the money. So don't be surprised if he just goes along with what we think is going to happen. Yeah. Um, all right. The segment ends when Cole and Max can't decide if their waiter looks like Garcia or Guevara, <laughs> which is very funny. <laughs> They're like, hey, that guy over there, he looks like Daniel Garcia. And then... <laughs> and then and then Max is like, no, he looks like Sammy Guevara. And like, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> those guys are both just young Latin dudes, aren't they? Uh, anyway, they, they go they, they go to double clothesline their waiter, and then and it ends the segment. It's pretty funny. Um, all right. But Next it up. gets better, though, later on, though, Chris, with these two. It gets more later. <laughs> I don't know if it's necessarily better. Uh, next oh, I up loved here. it, man. I loved it. But anyway, yeah. Next up here, Britt Baker. Uh, she takes on uh, Kayla Sparks. And uh, Kayla, just give Ben Hamine his kisses already. You need to, and... you need to, you need to go and, and make up with Ben <laughs> and, uh, and and stop all this nonsense. I guess you just didn't have the spark, right? I guess not. She taps out very quick to Britt Baker, and that's a thing that happened. Uh <laughs> I don't know. I don't. Where are they going with Brit? I don't. I don't understand what the point. Her stocks have gone in twenty twenty three, bro. Straight up. Yeah. I don't know what the fuck they're going. I mean, at the end of the day, maybe Chris, you let's be honest here. She's dominated this whole division. She's been in everybody. Is there really anything left for her to do in AEW, man? Maybe she should consider going up north. You know what I mean. I At mean, this point. she's I mean, not she... going to, especially right now with Adam Cole being there. And I don't, I don't think Adam Cole has any kind of a future in WWE. I just don't. He's he is too small. Like there are guys that are small and they can pull it off. Adam Cole is not that guy. Um, they booked him strong in WWE, though, man. Even no, on the main roster, no, they booked him strong in NXT. It's not the same thing. He he was on a winning streak on the main roster at one point, man. He was beating everybody, believe it or not. And then he was never on the main roster, like, permanently. But when he was, he was actually getting a few wins, dude. But anyway, the thing is about Adam Cole, Shawn Michaels and Triple H are big fans of his. Mm -hmm. So, 
you know, don't ever ride that off. He did leave on good terms, man. And they didn't really want him to go, but he wanted to go and be with his Brit, who apparently he doesn't love. He cares about, though. Whatever that means. Uh, Isn't that weird, though, dude, that he says that? It's definitely weird to say that about your girlfriend. Yep. Maybe, you know, love is not so in the air, clearly. I guess not. I I wonder I wonder if he would feel like he loved her if uh if she went away and did oral sessions with Renee. <laughs> oh, ah. Do you know who Adam 22 is by the way, Chris? Uh No jumper. Yeah, you've told me. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. You would have been seeing it all over Hamin Media Group too. He he's he, people have been posting his wife. He's uh-huh. he's getting fucked. I don't know if you've noticed that before. You've told me. You've told right, me. Right, he's a freaking cuck and a half. But anyway, doesn't Not matter cool. now. Not, Not cool. cool. Not, Not cool, cool at all. Nope. If it's mine, you can't touch it. That's uh, <laughs> that's the rules. <laughs> <laughs> can't Sorry. touch this. Shit, that's to uh, MC Hammer. Or should I say Slammer? Shout out to the Ham Man. Um, <laughs> ham Bones. <laughs> <laughs> ah, hey. <laughs> Uh, Cole and MJF are backstage. Uh, Renee asks, are you guys surprised by the chemistry that you've been able to find? Cole says, no, not surprised. It's great. Wonderful. Fantastic. Um, Max then says that uh, unlike Sammy Guevara and his skank wife, they don't need a backup <laughs> plan, which, what a oh cut. my God, I can't believe you fucking said that, Max. Wow. That's harsh, man. Skank wife. Dude, even if it was your friend, right, that said that about your girl, right? Just... Tell me you wouldn't think about knocking him. No, like there's some things that I would just say, yeah, no, that's that's off, that's that's off limits. Like just picture your and, friend. I don't care how close you are, but just out of the blue, just sit there out of nowhere and just looks at you, looks at you, your girl, say, and goes and says, "You're the skank backup." <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> I feel like, bro, you need to apologize. Like. No, but he says it like he means it too, bro, which is even worse, man. I think he does mean it. <laughs> yeah, That's the thing. Is like I think I think MJF really is a fucking asshole. He's a um, prick, dude, to say that shit, man. Like I I know it's pro wrestling, I know it's all fucking bullshit. But like, come on man, some things you just don't need to say. You don't need to say it. But now it's so accustomed to MJF's character. Like just saying vulgar vulgar shit like that it's just part of him you know what i mean even though he doesn't even need to do that shit to get hit but it's funny when he does though yep that's how it goes um anyway yeah uh they also have matching trunks and matching jackets so they're gonna look (coughs) they're gonna look pretty spiffy out there tonight um, and they did. They looked very spiffy. Shall they we did. Say. I gotta get into the entrance because the entrance was really funny. He's the too. best, bro. I love his reaction to this. Uh, it was great. Uh, so anyway, uh, Guevara and Garcia come out. Chris Jericho's music comes on. He comes out, and for the first time ever, he cuts off Judas. And he's like, "No, that's enough. No, you don't deserve it." To the crowd, and then he just goes and he does commentary for the match. But what did the fans do? Judas in. Judas in my mind. Yeah, they just sing it. it anyway. Yep, exactly. Because um, they've just let it go on for too long. Now everybody just likes the song. They don't care. There's no emotional attachment to it. It's just, I like the song. He needs to change it, man, at this point. 
It's getting yeah. stale anyway. Bad. Give him a fucking Beethoven song. <laughs> oh no, please. This is becoming a trend, Chris. A trend that I don't like. It's either it's cheap, first of all, because you don't have to pay for no rights. Uh, just have him come out to whole Canada. Why not? Or Jericho, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Instead, because that's so him. He's fooling himself, right? I mean, come on. Yeah, yeah. That'd be oh, cool. Jericho. Um, all right, so MJF music hit. Music hits. He comes out and uh, he stops on the on, on the on the ramp to wait for Cole. He does the he does the Scott Hall thing where he points with both fingers, and then his music starts playing again. And he goes, "No, no." He said he looks in the camera and he's like, "No, no, you guys, you guys screwed it up. You're playing my music again." But then yeah. it's a mashup. Oh, it's a mashup. He's it was a good cool. mashup, man. He's like, he's like, "It's a mashup." It's a mashup. When Cole comes out, he picks him up in a bear hug and swings him around like they're fucking, like it's his four-year-old nephew. Oh, oh my man. god, this was funny. This was TV, bro. Straight up, this was money again. His reaction looks so genuine, dude. Like he's like, oh my god, like a kid, man. It's a mashup. It's a mashup. And you know what? I like the mashup, bro. I, I really too. do. At it, this it, point, I literally like. So at this point is where I literally have written down. I kind of wish we could get them as an actual team for a real run. Like, get the belt off. If, if you want to get the belt off of MJF in the you know in the next little bit here, and I'm not re- recommending that. I think that he needs an even longer run to cement himself as a main eventer. But once you do get the belt off of him, I would really like to see him and Cole like run it. Like like have this be like an entertaining part part of the show. For six months, a year. Yeah, I mean, dude, it's the team that we never thought we wanted, literally. And these guys, to me, like these guys, I'm gonna say something controversial here. The entertainment value I get with Cole and MJF is very reminiscent of the entertainment value I of, used to feel of, I got from I've Edge got a and feeling, Oh, see, for me, it's rock and sock a little bit. A little bit of that too. Yeah, they have you a very I mean? similar energy. Where like one of them's kind of a goofy weirdo and the other one's yeah. just playing the straight man right I, I, like i i definitely felt the rock and sock connection thing for 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 a little bit during the uh, uh during the chinese restaurant thing right? <laughs> yeah if cole is like cole is very much just like no like that's not how it was there weren't ninety thousand people it's you know it's not called the silver dome right like <laughs> yeah you know but but uh but yeah like the the entertainment value that I'm getting off of these guys is very much edging Christian as a tag team. See, like, I can see that too, man. I can see that too. But yeah, look, they're doing, they're, they're playing on a few. Obviously, right now, we we both see Edge Christian, Rock and Sock. I wonder what the chat thinks, actually. Fucking, it's a, it's, look, it's a throwback to all sorts of uh, teams. They'll, they'll probably go through the, the whole loop, you know what I mean, of teams. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, here's a, here's a good comment here from Homeboy88, who says, honestly, the only thing that I would watch on pro wrestling right now is MJF and Adam Cole. Or Adam Cole. That is comedy gold. And, yeah, I can't argue with them. Like, I don't know. Like, I, you, you and I have, have definitely said that we, we very much like Collision, right? Like, whatever they're doing oh, over there is the best solid. show. That is the best show in wrestling. But, um... There's a couple other things that are really good in wrestling. Like, MJF and Cole is really good right now. And obviously, the A show, like the A-plus show in pro wrestling right now, 
is whatever they're doing with the bloodline it doesn't matter what show that's on that's going to be the a plus show at least until they fuck it up well i'm getting more excited no shit now that you bring that up right it's not that i don't care about the blood i love the bloodline shit right but I'm not going to lie, I'm kind of looking forward to more MJF and Cole right now. Maybe because yeah. it's fresh and it's different. It kind of gets me a little giddy, you know what I mean? Seeing these two. Like, it's funny. Yeah. Um, It's fresh, it's different. And yeah, man, give them a fucking run, man. Just let them go for a little run. They, don't, they can still do their, their single shit too, right? Yeah. But like, just let them have a bit of a tag team title run. That way you can get... Bullet Club Gold beating them eventually instead of FTR, then FTR can get their belts back against Jay White and Juice, say, right? If you want to do that route. But I just, right now, I feel like they need to do this. What did Todd right. say? Oh, Todd Brantley uh, said that Hameen hated this on uh, Light the Fuse podcast, but Todd loved really? it. And uh, hey, listen. Interesting. You know, with all the things Hameen's right about, He's allowed to be wrong every once in a while. It's okay. <laughs> Lucky we started when we did because we would have gone head to head. We'd like to fuse, and that's no good. <laughs> yeah. No, we don't even I do mean, that. come on. It's our boss, bro. <laughs> Yalla to the to the almighty Bin Hamin. <laughs> Shout out to Bin. We love you. Um, but you're wrong about this segment. It was <laughs> yeah, sorry, bro. You are wrong. What did he say exactly, actually, Todd? Like, why did he hate it so much? Like... I'm just curious now. Maybe I'd, I'd love I guess to hear more tuning. about. Yeah, we'll have to go ahead and if you're if you're wondering about it, go ahead and tune into Light the Fuse. But I, I'm guessing that it was something to the effect of your world champion shouldn't be doing this shit. And yeah, yeah, for I sure, agree for sure. with that. Like, well, we I said actually, it from the start. We said it yeah. both of us yeah. at the start of this segment. It doesn't mean it's not good shit, but it's not how you're supposed to be booking your champion. No doubt about it. Yeah, like you're, and you know what? MJF doesn't need the world title. Like you could get he that belt off, bro. Him and it it would be really funny. Um, Honestly, you forget he's champion away, bro. Yeah, you kind of do, um, and that's that's a problem for me. I don't like that, but the, the, I mean, the segment was funny. Um, the match Absolutely. begins with a dance off, um, uh, which. Oh, I'm not I can see Bin hating on this too, though. I can see Bin hating on this. I'm not gonna lie; I laughed at it, but it was like one of those. <laughs> it was one of those things where you laugh at it, and then you're sort of laughing at it, and you're like, "Should I be laughing at this? Like, is this, is this bad?" Yeah, I know. I'm laughing no. because of how bad it is. And but, you know, and deep down, though, you're like, "But I really like it." Yeah. <laughs> but I shouldn't be liking it, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, I feel you, bro. It's I, I was entertained. I'm not gonna lie. And usually, I don't like that shit. I don't like none of that singing shit, like, you know, what him and Jericho did. But for some reason, and I'm going to say it again, it just works with Cole, this bullshit, cheesy shit. Yep. The singing, the fucking dancing. And and it works for I mean, Max. Like, because MJF yeah. is so, like, Talented. man, like, I've tried to explain <laughs> to people what it is before. That's MJF it. is it. Like, whatever he does whatever he does is good he gets super fucking serious and he talks about how he's gonna fucking kill somebody and you believe it you're like damn and he calls your girl a fucking a fucking what do you call it a skank a backup skank that's pretty fucking (laughs) bad bro but i mean but then he sings bro yeah Exactly. And then he looks like he's got a heart of gold, bro. And not just sings. He sings like a fucking angel. Like, what the fuck is that? He's the devil. He sings like yeah. he's 
it's it's God. crazy, dude. It, it just shows he's fucking. He's got so much to him, dude. As a character, he can do so much. With the sky's the limit with MJF, man. It, it truly is, and I feel like we still haven't seen the best of him yet, dude. In pro wrestling, for real. I- I agree. I feel like, you know, people people compared Ricky Starks to The Rock. I actually think MJF is the closest comparison. He fucking bro, you took the words out of my out of my head. What I was going to say, right? It's okay for The Rock to do sing along with The Rock, right? And 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 The Rock, you know, The Rock the 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 Rock show with The Rock is in the it's a, you know, a rock yep. fucking show. You know what I mean? Yeah, with yeah. the guitar and all that shit. Yep. He can do that and everybody loves it, but when MJF does it, it seems like a problem, or when anyone does it, for that matter. And we're guilty of doing the same thing. We were like, "What the fuck is this, right?" But the truth be told, I mean, it was cool when The Rock did it. Why can't it be cool with MJF? Because the dude can sing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. He's a fucking great actor. I mean, I bet you he can. He could literally hit that out of the park too, right? He can. I mean, tell me something he can't do. I mean, dude, he really? can even he can even do a, to, a tope suicida, which I mean, the he, crowd he, lost yes. their fucking mind when he hit that. <laughs> he lost his mind when he did it, bro. I I kind of like I mean? he played up the comedy a bit. There was one time where he was like he was teasing a dive, and he just ran the ropes for like twenty seconds, and he was just like, "No, I'm not doing it. I'm not jumping. Fuck that." Um, Look at Todd said, bro. Oh yeah. yeah. Okay, sorry, continue. See, yeah, I told yeah. you he would have hated that shit. You know what I mean? I, but hey. Again, again, listen, listen. This is the best thing about Dynamite particularly. I don't give a fuck what anyone says. Yeah. Every week right now, this is the thing that gets me excited. Yeah. And it, I mean, again, I really like it. I just, I'm not sure that the world champion needs to be involved. Um, But, but that, yeah, the crowd too. absolutely <laughs> lost their shit when MJF finally hits a tope. Um, Cole held the ropes open for him and everything. It was, I mean, this was really funny. Um, and then they win with the double clothesline. Um, why a double clothesline, but it's fucking I, ridiculous, dude. I don't know. I a do double clothesline. <laughs> they hold hands too fucking. Do- <laughs> it's-, it's awesome. Oh my god! Just just a normal lariato. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's a it's a little bit homoerotic with these guys. <laughs> You want to know something funny? Someone pointed out on Twitter. I don't it know if you saw this. It's a little bit like Bret Hart if there was a clone <laughs> of Bret Hart. <laughs> I know. It can't be done with anybody else. Bret has to be with Bret doing that shit, bro. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you could do a double sharpshooter and be like intertwined somehow <laughs> while doing it. Yeah. I mean, shit. <laughs> oh, but there was something I was meant to say. Um, ah, fuck. I forgot. doesn't matter. All right. It'll come back to me. All right. So Cole goes to hand Max the title. Um, and uh, so Max turns around and he sees Cole holding the belt. And he's like, what is that? Give me that belt. What are you doing? Why Why are you looking at it? Uh, but they hug it out. So it's no big And deal. the crowd were chanting, hug it out. Hug, hug it, it out. out. Hug it out. So they hug did. <laughs> the crowd loves this. This is fun. And I mean, it's again, fun, like, bro. What's what are you supposed to do in professional wrestling? It's supposed to be fun, right? It's supposed to be entertaining. You can have your haha, man. You you really can, and it can be 
well done and i found this whole thing to be really well done but uh, the ultimate problem is is it's your champion doing this that's what it really comes back to and i can understand why people would hate that yes. for that reason though that's the one thing that i don't like about it is why is the world title involved in this it doesn't need to be and again you could have taken the belt off of mjf you could have had it be a situation where where you know him and cole become friends some other way or whatever and they could have been off to the races like this um yeah, so following the match there, uh, Jericho says, uh, oh, no, I got to go console my guys. And then he goes out and he's like, he's like, it's okay, Garcia and, and, and Guevara, and they just blow him off. They're like, Literally no. blow him off. That, well, they but didn't not literally blow, off, blow him off. Not blow yeah. off, but they blew him off. Like They didn't literally no. blow him off. Jesus. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, they just kind of <laughs> fucked off. And then, uh, yeah, FTR's music hits because Cole and... Uh, and Max, they're going to get a, uh, a shot at the tag team titles. In two so weeks, FTR, no less. Right. So FTR comes out, and they have a bit of a face-to-face. It should be a really fun tag match. That's gonna It'll be, be a great guys. match, bro. That's going to be four guys who I really think can go in the ring. Um, again, Adam Cole's a little small for my taste, but he can wrestle. It doesn't matter. He can wrestle. You know what? At this point, he's, he's Superman with fucking MJF right now, dude. Honestly, that, though, yeah. That double clothesline, man. I mean... One thing I wanted to point out. I, t- tell me What's if that? you noticed this, Jimmy. Tell tell me if this stuck like stood out to you. They came down. They did the face to face, and it looked like what was supposed to happen was FTR powders out. That's it. But then Dax and got to be serious and MJF. Yeah, they were like circling each other. Yeah. For, like it almost looked like it went on too long. Like it looked like maybe Dax was, was and Dax got looked there. like he was pissed off too, man. For some reason, yeah. Yeah, and like I, bit, I get that there's I get that there's kayfabe history because FTR was part of the pinnacle and everything. But yeah, and that's another thing I don't understand. There shouldn't be that animosity because, as far as I remember, they were still friends up until not that long ago. Right, and there wasn't like a big thing where like MJF fucked them over no, at the end of the never, pinnacle. They just never, never. Kind of they were still off cool at the end, right? Yeah. Even though one of them was baby faces and he was a heel, they were still cool though. Mm-hmm. which is odd. I don't know what happened there, man, but it did look sort of like something was up there. I don't know if something happened that that wasn't meant to happen. But yeah, I knew exactly where you're getting at because I felt the same way. I'm not sure, man. They, they could have been working, but for some reason, it looked like Dax, even MJF to an extent, they seemed a little more ticked off about something, a lot more serious too. Like they literally had to sort of get held back for a second. Like, why wouldn't the other two, if this was kayfabe or not kayfabe, why wouldn't the other two get involved? Like, you're right, it's two teams, right? But if anything, it was right. like they were trying to split them apart a little bit. Right, and it looked like Cash and Cole both, like, you know, ducked out Tripped of the out. ring. Yeah. They, they both, like, left, right? And then, and then came then, back, like. And then they were both kind of looking back, like, what are you guys fucking doing? <laughs> and I, I don't know. I mean, this could have just been, this, this could have just been the, working i mean it maybe it yeah and if it was hey they did a good job because i'm wondering if it was real right, right? but even I mean, but even mjf kind of looked he kind of had a look on his face like what the fuck are you doing yeah it was something was off dude to me but yeah maybe they were working and if they did that's a great job but come on jeff gets worked uh, you know all the time if you know what i mean we're, we're the ones usually be like dude it's they're working <laughs> but yeah. if we're confused right now uh, yeah, uh, uh, yeah, something something seemed off, but maybe we're wrong. Yeah, it could be. 
Could be. Um, anyway, next up, we've got uh, Chris Statlander, the best friends, Darby Allen and Mick Lame. Is that right? Who? Nick, Mick Lame? Nick, no, Nick Nick Payne? Nick. Oh, Nick, Nick Wayne. Payne? Yeah. Oh, Nick Wayne. Uh, they're all weird, backstage dude. with Renee, and uh, Darby asks. Uh, this is stupid. Actually, we should reenact this. For a title shot, but not for him, and not for his friend Mick Lame. But nope. for AR Fox, because right. one time when Darby was homeless, AR Fox let him live there. Changed his underpants. Yeah, something, something like that. He was like, hey, Orange, you got to give a title shot to my boy AR Fox, okay? You owe me one. And then Orange Cassie's like, yeah, okay, for you, Darby. Cool. All right, man. Cool. cool. <laughs> what was that all about? That was weird, dude. <laughs> and then they all did their little best friends gimmick. Yeah, but and Darby and 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 Alan. And, what, no, what's the fucking and guy Alan Payne? Yeah, Alan. Something like that. Shame. Um, Shame name. I, I don't know, but he name. was just staring like a weirdo, dude. Yeah, he was. He was <laughs> looking a little. Was he, Look, he had he a Red at... Bull just before this segment. <laughs> was he looking at Stantlander or was it Orange Cassidy? I mean, I mean best friends. I mean, Stantlander. Did he want to be a best friend? Yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah it, but She can touch it. <laughs> I don't particularly the... want to see her wrestle, but I wouldn't mind seeing well, her do some other things. Unfortunately for us, Chris, Friday <laughs> night, yeah. Friday night, she's wrestling for that damn TBS championship. Right. And I mean, here's the, here's the weirdest thing about this, right? So they do all this. They've got it all set up. And, okay, Air Fox is getting a title shot, right? So yeah, Air Fox is getting and a title when? shot. But if yes. I'm just watching this for the first time, who the fuck is Air <laughs> Fox? Who is this? What? Why isn't he a part of this fucking segment? Good comment. And why is Darby? Uh, why does Darby? That's like saying, hey, dude, Chris, can you do me a favor, man? Like, I don't know if I can, like, face this dude, but... Can you like go up to you know such and such, right? And be and say or like to the common king and be like, can you tell the common king that um to give me five bucks? Yeah. Can you get it for me? Right. Is that cool? Well, I would. I would very much hope that Todd would be like, no, I'm not. I'm not. Like, <laughs> why listen. can't he ask me? <laughs> yeah, he'd be like, I mean, <laughs> tell Jimmy to fucking talk to me. What? What? <laughs> I mean, this is dumb as shit, dude. Like. Who came up with this and who would have actually thought I, this is good? Like, where's AR though? I'd be like, if I was Orange, I'd be like, did he get his daddy to talk to for him again? Like, like, come on, I'll give him shit or some shit. This is just dumb. Like, And why would you give up? Why, wouldn't you want that total shot? Yeah, like I don't understand what the fucking point was of, of that was. It's very, very strange. Uh, funny comment here from Media M5 who says, "Ask me for five, I'll tell you to go fuck your sister in a toy store display." Um, that's uh, that's certainly me. graphic. You know, I used to work in a in a group home because nice. I was a social worker for a number of years. Right, and when I used to work there, uh, like the kids would always come up and ask me for money, right? So I would always play them this song. Really? Yeah. Oh, all the time. Like, it was never no like, can I borrow a hundred bucks? But it was like, hey, you got five I could borrow? Or like, and then it'll like, accumulate, right? Five, five, five. 
Right, except that I never gave them money, ever. What I would do is I would take out my phone and I would play them this song that, that goes, I need a dollar, 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 that's <laughs> oh, no, what I need. Hey, hey. Baby. Oh, yeah. great, great dollars, dollars. Damn it, I've been hearing that a lot lately because I play Fight Night, the game, and God. that song plays over and over. Bro, for the, for the last 10 years, that song, Is that bro. Is I fucking heard it? Okay. Yeah, dude, because right. I... I I've been hearing that a lot, a lot, a lot. That's why I'm like, damn it, that had to be that song. It's <laughs> a good song. Anyway, I'm just trying to prove that I also have an angelic voice. Um, ah, no, I'm just kidding. I indeed. Can't um, <laughs> all right. Well, let's fucking get into it. It's the main event. It's the blood uh, gut match. Have which... to. Oh, God, Jimmy. <laughs> I was having fun uh, talking about fucking MJF and shit. Oh. Cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's fucking do it. A whole hour of this shit, mind you. Oh God, At yeah, least. a whole fucking hour. Um. Oh, I'll, I'll fucking also before we even get into it, I just want to say. So, Jimmy, I know you know who John Pollock is, right? And I'm of thinking course. that most people who love listen John to wrestling podcasts know who John Pollock is. Him and Waiting right. have been doing uh, Rewind a Wall. Or rewind yeah, for a years, raw, bro. Rewind a SmackDown and rewind and rewind the way. Rewind away. Really good shows. I I really like most of like the comments that those guys have. So John, um, inexplicably, this week after this match went, oh, AEW had had two fifty minute matches this week. Which they one did. was better? And I was like, oh, come on, Pollock. You like, should know John. better too, bro. I was like, John. What? I'm going to listen to now the post-wrestling fucking review uh, to see what they really said about that. Just in case yeah. we take it out of context. But I loved them, dude, when there was... Uh, do you remember the law, bro? Yeah. Live audio wrestling? Yeah. That w- and it's Canadian, too. But that was big, bro. That was all all over the world, all over America. Like, everyone. That was yeah. a great show. And that's when you had Wei Ting, John Pollock, originally, long before post-wrestling, uh, Jason Agnew. As well, and what's, what's that? The ref- what's what's the referee that everybody really likes? He he was on the Which law one? quite a bit too. Uh, the Canadian, the referee. Remember, yeah. Was he Canadian? Oh, Jimmy Corderas. Yeah, Jimmy Corderas was on there quite. Yeah, a bit. yeah. Fellow Greek, mind you. I love Jimmy. Yeah. man. We we've, we've spoken a lot actually. His book is great, dude. I totally recommend it. By the you've, way, you you've shouted that out before. So yeah. anyway. Before before this match begins, here here's one thing that I will say. Right, this is called the blood and guts match. Right, like yes, it's meant to be the absolute blow off to this feud. Yes, yes. Like, and this you know what else I'm be... confused about? It should be a pay per view at this point. But anyway, continue. Ab- absolutely. So uh, th- this is meant to be like a big deal. It's meant to be the end of the of the feud. It's meant to be violent and scary and devastating and like we're supposed to blood get like, and guts we're supposed to get blood and guts right and so more blood and so more they guts. begin with a fucking close-up of the ring announcer what the fuck is his name oh god this was cringe bro jason roberts you're talking about justin roberts sorry justin roberts blood and he's like this and is blood guts. and guts with this huge Huge fucking smile on his face, like he's super happy about it. This is gonna be so much fun, guys! <laughs> Welcome Shit. to the clown show. And you're like, "What the fuck? Like, that's not how yeah. you ring announce for this." Yeah, Justin, 
please don't do that shit again, bro. Just don't. Just don't do that. Jesus Christ. Like, it's it's good in, like, a lot of other situations. Sure. Just don't show your face when you're doing it. (laughs) This is meant to be the fucking blow-off to, like, a major feud over the past several months in your company involving a number of people who this company wants us to believe are main event talents. Like, can we get a little fucking seriousness out of you? (laughs) And if you don't have the range... To have a bit of seriousness with your ring announcing, then Don't do it. get better. Right. Yeah. Uh, that was cringe, dude. And and it set the tone too. Once he did that, I was like, fuck you. You've already got me pissed off. <laughs> like if it's gonna be anything like that with the way Justin Roberts fucking kicked that shit in. Mm. Well well, it kinda was, Chris. I mean, it this was just it was so bad. The match starts off with Claudio and Kenny. Um, oh, Kenny's I was still- up with Claudio's theme, by the way. I... More classic music, bro. Everybody. Hey, you don't have to pay for it. You don't. But... <laughs> it suits him, though, in a weird sense. It's funny. I can't take it serious, though, bro. He's not English. That's an English fucking tune. It definitely sounds yeah, kind of British. It, it is British, bro. Anyway. Straight up British. Well, he's German. Part of, well, yes, but that's because he's part of the Blackpool he's Combat Swiss. Club. Oh, yes. Oh, I'm sorry, sir. Very, very sorry, sir. I understand now my <laughs> mistake. It's <laughs> <laughs> like a, an English Ray Liotta. <laughs> sorry, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Really, as like as like the queen would have been a really great. <laughs> R.I.P. to Ray Liotta, man. That's a legend. And the gone, queen. Bro. Everybody's oh, dead. I know. Uh, Fuck. It's nuts. But anyway, if only these guys all killed themselves in this match. I guess they yep. didn't. Yep. So here's something <laughs> that I didn't even realize, but I'm going to highlight this comment because it's actually quite clever. Todd Brantley says, "You have your ROH <sighs> World Champion in this match." Don't- bring the belt no mention of it on commentary and it's two days before an roh pay-per-view what we sort of spoke about this before todd yeah well because yeah and the blow-off is going to be in ring of horror in two days for pack horrors and costa yeah whatever (laughs) cesaro it's uh yeah yeah, cesaro cesaro right yeah (laughs) costa Um, (laughs) Costagnoli. <laughs> Costagnoli. Costagnoli. We have to entertain ourselves, peeps, for fuck's sake, after uh, talking about this. But anyway, anyway <laughs> that um, was funny. Kenny starts off selling pretty good for Claudio, actually. I was kind of surprised by it, and I think it makes sense. Claudio is a big, strong man, and they made him look like he was big and strong. Um, very big, very good strong. for them. <laughs> Pack is out next, so he can have heels up by the numbers. That makes sense. That's sort of the traditional way to do this match. Um, they beat up Kenny for a few minutes, and then Hangman comes out to take back over for the Elite. He comes out, and he just... He just runs wild, Jimmy. He's just he's he's just like beating up everybody. Like a stallion. Like a <laughs> like a stallion. Yeah. Um as good stallions do, Chris. Yeah. 
anyway, uh, John Moxley is the next one out. He gets a huge ovation, like all of the he best did, in wrestling. Bro. He did, He actually did. It kind of surprised me, man. Anyway, he brings with him a screwdriver in hand because, of course, he does. Um, he uses yeah. it a bunch. He dumps. He does. Then he dumps out some glass because this wrestling that was match. Fucked. I guess wrestling or wrestling match just wasn't going to be the thing for tonight. So they were just like, fuck it. <laughs> Did you say wrestling? Yeah. <laughs> come, come on, bro. Oh, I think you that's wishful thinking. Blood <laughs> uh, yep. guts, bro. I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, this reminds me of a whole bunch of fucking preschoolers fucking... Uh, I don't know, bro. Like, they're playing in a stand pit with fucking, you know, the plastic fucking knives and forks and shit. Ah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> just, this was, I'm telling you, they were climaxing in their pantalones in this match, bro. This was awful. Like, I mean, really, <laughs> truly awful. I, and what, uh, what the fuck It gets happened? more awful, too. It, they're supposed to have, like, clearance to use, like, weapons and dangerous stunts. Yeah. And blah, blah, blah. There was a fucking bed of nails <laughs> in this match. And, and motherfuckers are calling women skanks. Ugh. So much for fucking... You have to ask for permission. <laughs> That's a joke. Anyway, Nick Jackson comes out to ruin the day. Um, <laughs> he got no fucking... Uh, there was no response for him, the poor dude. Yep, because no one gave a not shit. Not important. Everybody takes a turn taking bumps on the glass, because of course they did. They're a bunch of fucking idiots oh going. God. Oh, that looked cool. Let me do it now. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. That's um, what it literally was, Chris. I anyway. Not... Anyway, next out, Jimmy Yuta. I mean, sorry, Wheeler Yuta. Oh man, uh, you fucked my down. mood now. <laughs> <laughs> he I comes out before we go to break. Um. Anyway, by the time we're back, uh, Jimmy Yuta is already not the last member in because Matt Jackson comes out and he evens the matchup. Um, then there's some spots, and I'm not going to attempt to even fucking talk about most of them. It's just nonsense. It, it, it's 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 <laughs> it's lol bucks do stuff. I don't know what else to fucking say about it. Um, take a shit. I mean, what else comes can down do? With a chair. <laughs> yeah. True. And then Cheer. and then the and then the Bucks basically stand there and let him hit Hangman with it before the Bucks beat him up. So that was that was really cool spot where they just were like, Yeah, we're just gonna stand here. And, uh, and oh oh no, he hit Hangman. Now let's get him. <laughs> really bad acting. Yeah. Uh this honestly, like at certain points in this match, you know what it really looked like to me, Jimmy? It looked like when like when uh, when people are spoofing on like uh, samurai movies or like kung fu movies, and I'll like, get you. but but then but then like everybody one on one attacks the good guy, <laughs> yeah. right? But it looked like the spoof version where everybody's like... doing it on purpose, and they're like, <laughs> yeah, and they're like, like no, tap, we must see. wait our turn to attack the hero. It was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> We must wait. We must wait our turn to attack. Oh, sorry, to save our hero. Yo, I, I, you. Yeah, this is fucking. Uh, this is a. Uh, 
I don't know what this is. I mean, put a jumping castle instead of double cage. And uh, <laughs> it's pretty much what we got. It was uh, jumping castles. That's what it should have been called. Just <laughs> awful. And utensils. Anyway, Moxley brings out a <laughs> literal bed of nails. Not That's not a figure. This was bed. weird, bro, and fucked up. He brings out a literal bed of nails. So this isn't wrestling. It's body gore pornography at this point. <laughs> um, body gore pornography. Hmm. Omega is the one who takes the spill on it, and then his back doesn't bleed. It rakes his arm on the way down and then rakes his <laughs> leg as he pushes it off of him. Both of those caused cuts because wrestling. <laughs> Yikes. Why would you... Who in there right... Do, do you think that was Moxley's fucking... Like gimmick, did he make that? Well, I guarantee that... you, Moxley was the one who brought it up. Yeah. Why would you want to do a spot on that, dude? Like really? Like I've I've never seen that used in all the years I've been a fan for, and that's over thirty-five years, bro. Seriously, that I've been watching this shit, I've never seen anyone take a spot like that, dude. Not even in the hardcore backyard shit. Not even in fucking. Japan FMW shit. Heck, not even ECW. I've never seen this until now. Just bad. Why? Super fucking bad. Uh, speaking of super fucking bad stuff, uh, Kota <laughs> oh, Ibushi no. is the final oh, entrance. No, you have to say the name. The ghost of who used to be Kota Ibushi. Oh my god, bro. Sad, dude. He he comes out and he lands some punches, and I mean, I mean, literally, Jimmy. These punches were like it, it. Most of his fucking movement tonight, including his punches, looked about as smooth as current era Jake Roberts. I'm barely exaggerating, Jimmy. Barely. No, you're not. Yeah, actually, okay, maybe barely, right? But you're really not, man. I, I this was sad to see, Chris. I'm a fan of Cotters, and is I thought, hurt? is that is he I hungover? Have... Is he fucking <laughs> jet lagged? What the fuck was wrong with him? First of all, man, the second he walked out, I'm like, that's not Kota Ibushi. Who the fuck is that? Right, really. Not only did he come out to a different song that I didn't recognize, but that was a different person, dude. He looked fat. Yeah, I said it. He looked fat, right? He doesn't have the abs anymore. His face looks weird. He looks like he's been hibernating for the last fucking... Uh, uh, man, uh, his, his movement in the ring, the second he jumps in the ring and he's done those whacked out slow punches that usually he does so crisp he's like bah, 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 bah. you know what i'm saying bro this like, was not him and then when he done the full mount on top of moxley he was punching like you said earlier i think on the on the extra when we we're talking about it he was punching like it was dustin rhodes like and you know what that meant it hit dustin no one rhodes like two years ago yeah dustin that yeah like bro go I back think... to fucking school and learn how to do this shit none like, of those punches connected None and Coda looked just like that. It was, it was, and it, like I said, Jimmy, I'm not, I'm not going to pretend like I've watched all of fucking Coda Abushi's matches. Okay. I'm not going to pretend like that, but I watched but you the know. entire cruiserweight tournament and right there. I've watched several other matches with Coda Abushi. He has, I've never seen him look anywhere near this bad. This was like, what the fuck happened to him? I'm concerned, dude. I mean, 
he did go off the rails a little bit. I don't know, did you remember hearing about him saying that uh, the Yakuza is trying to kill his mum and shit? And like, I don't know yeah. if you heard about this. Yeah. yeah. So he lost. He's lost the plot a little bit, and this is the result. I feel like, man, because I never seen him since. Since he all that shit happened, and he left New Japan, he mm. kind of went silent, man. And he was saying some weird shit on Twitter. I, I don't know what to say, but I'm kind of concerned, bro. Great. So he's Chris Benoit without the wife and kid. Cool. Um, you never know, bro. Get your he, head he, come, checked, he comes across, yeah, man. He comes across like he could just snap, bro. And I feel like he snapped. I mean, heck, did you see at the end of the match what he was doing? I don't know if you saw this. You know that bed of nails? Oh, yeah, I watched a fucking, yeah, I saw a replay. Explain that match, to me. After everything goes off, he just starts for himself and just for for the fuck of it, taking bumps on the bed of nails. Let's just Why? fall down on this bed of nails because that's funny. Haha, <laughs> isn't it funny? Look at the funny thing I'm doing to completely no-sell the fucking match that we just had that's meant to be a brutal fucking definition of, like, the finish of this fucking feud. I'll just, I'll just, isn't it funny for me to take fucking bumps on this? What the fuck, man? I can't, exp dude, I'm worried, man. Straight up. I'm like, I'm legitimately worried about him. Like, he's weird. He's become really, he's always been weird, but he's really weird right oh, now. Like, this would be like if fucking Mark Ruffalo, be like before <laughs> or, or like just after the next Avenger movies drops, like, like literally the day it drops for him to come out and just be like, ha, 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 ha. I'm not really the Hulk, everybody. Like, that's stupid. Why, why do you, why, why, why does anybody watch this shit? It's dumb, obviously. It's just me in front of a green screen and then they do stuff to make me look like that. Obviously, that's just silly. Why does anyone like this shit? It's funny. It's dumb. It's fake. Like, that's what it would be like. That's the equivalent is of, of, of if you've had a fucking actor just come out and be like, why would you watch this movie? It's stupid. Yeah, and, and I mean, Chris Willen sums it up. Kotobushi has been stuck in the airport eating ketchup packets. <laughs> I mean, and, and not Heinz either. <laughs> and Heinz is the shit, let's be honest. <laughs> For the ketchup, that is. You know what I mean? So I don't know what he was eating. If it wasn't Heinz and, and, and it wasn't Heinz ketchup, uh, he must have been on those magic mushrooms, bro. Anyway, they start <laughs> focusing way too much on the fucking bed of nails. Like, at one point, it was like they forgot they were supposed to have a match, and they were just like, hey, what's the next thing we're doing with this bed of nails that we have? That's fun. Isn't it fun to do stuff on the bed of nails? Ha ha ha! There was no fucking story at all. Yuta and Matt go outside uh, to the top of the cage and they exchange some shitty punches and then Yuta climbs back down after after their spot up there. So that was really Why? useful. Yep. Uh, Thumbtacks gets introduced uh, and then cool. Nick spams the super kicks for a bit. Everybody gets super kick, super kick, super kick, etc, etc, etc. The crowd chants, we want tables. Yep. Tables. I mean, you already got fucking glass. Uh, you got fucking weird kotebushi eating ketchup. You got thumbtacks, a bed of nails, a fucking yep. screwdriver, screwdrivers. But the crowd chants, we want tables. Do you know what that says to me, Jimmy? It says they just have, they've lo you've lost them already at this point. They're desensitized, bro. Yep. 
Like that, at this point, they're completely fuck it. Done. The crowd, the crowd was cheering for the sake of violence. What, yeah, what they had the, done is they had turned a wrestling crowd into the fucking audience in the Coliseum. Show us the Christians getting eaten by the fucking lion. <laughs> and trust me when I say they're not doing that because they really want tables. Yeah, they're doing that because fuck it. You might as well, you know, for a laugh. Yeah, we want tables. We want televisions. We yeah. want freaking ketchup. Bro, I mean, fucking was, add it everything. Was, it was, we want tables. We want tables. We want tables, right? And then they did a fucking table spot. And then immediately the crowd goes, we want fire. We want fire. We want fire. <laughs> Do you see what I mean? That's what it was, dude. It's just this piss on this shit. They're pissing on it, bro. It's not that they were, It's like, why not? Let's have a laugh, right? Wouldn't you? I mean, think about it. If you were there, right? Fuck it. We want cars. I want to see motherfuckers get run over and do it for the rock. Uh, it's I'm just saying. Jim and Jimmy, do you <laughs> Shout remember? Out to Jimmy, do you remember um, when uh, when Austin and Hart were having their great match at WrestleMania 13, and the crowd started and chanting "Screwdrivers." <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, of course, of course, they were chanting, "We want blood, we want." Or, we when, want Hogan and, in the or when Hogan and Warrior <laughs> were main eventing at WrestleMania, is it? Three, six, at six, 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 six at, at six, WrestleMania right. six, and uh, and the crowd started chanting, "We want fire." Oh, didn't you see him burn? Actually, that was their second match. Yeah, see, <laughs> ironically, <laughs> really. <laughs> but the crowd wasn't chanting for it. The crowd no, was no. was into what was happening Actually, in the ring. They shat on it. <laughs> shocking because that fucking match was terrible. But <laughs> terrible. <laughs> but like, but like, guys, like, if you've if you've already introduced thumbtacks uh screwdrivers and a bed of nails and then the crowd goes we want tables that is that is a pretty clear indication that you've lost that fucking crowd in terms of telling they lost kind of them. story in the ring they're just 100%. like just show us violence now fuck it that's it what else can you do if you want to have a laugh i mean shit they should have chanted we want machetes we want fucking ak's we want explosions. Can we get an explosion this time and and done properly at least next time? Garbage. It's blood and guts. Why not boom and fucking dynamites or some shit? I don't know. Something. Crap. Crap. Like crap. Blood. Blood and bullshit. They're sniffing stiff. We can do all sorts of fucking gimmicks. Uh, why not? Why not fucking uh, job games? You can call it job games. Yeah, we can or do that. Indie games, indie games, because that's what this shit was. You remember the game California games? Yep. Well, this is independent games. <laughs> In the indie games. The um, I'm indie gonna show games. I'm gonna show everybody this who's watching so that they know this is legitimately <laughs> a question I have on my phone <laughs> where I'm taking my notes. Is Abushi hungover? I I felt the same way, dude. I said, is he on heroin? That's what I said to Jeff. Look like he, he was a heroin moving junkie. So fucking slowly, <laughs> and at one point, him and Kenny were meant to do like a combo move where they both landed stuff. It wasn't, and the kick that working. he threw was like, I don't even know what to say about it. Like, nah, he, I can throw sucked. a faster kick. Like, you can throw a faster kick. There was no speed or force to it whatsoever. It was like I, he just brought his leg up to touch the man in the back. And that's the opposite of what Ibushi does, dude. That's what's weird, bro. He's really finesse. He's got all finesse with that shit, man. This was slow motion, bro. 
like the punches the ki- it's like i don't know i don't want to say he wasn't interested or just his heart's not maybe he's look man maybe his heart's not really into it i mean he's a little disenfranchised in pro wrestling right now dude maybe that has a lot to do with uh sorry i just glitched maybe that has a lot to do with it but if i were kenny i'd be looking over for my friend man because i think he might be having some sort of mental issue man like and that's not a laughing matter like really? i just think he's not headset. fit up here to be doing what he's doing man and i'm legitly concerned because that was a quarter that i don't know bro no i agree man like i said he needs to go get his fucking brain checked out because there's something wrong with him um anyway uh there's a there's a five on one situation somehow where kenny's getting beaten up by the whole bcc uh at one point he moves out of the way and then claudio uh hits Pac. uh Pac gets mad about it and then he fucks off and he's like, nope, I'm out of here. I don't want to be your friends anymore. I'm leaving. Uh, which allows the elite to sort of take over a little bit as they start taking over. Uh, Callus goes over to the cage. He opens it up. He tells Take a Shit to get out. So Take a Shit <laughs> leaves. And then uh, the elite, they uh, they they team up on on poor little, little Jimmy Yuta. Um, as they should. Kick the fuck out of me. Jimmy, don't you understand how choking works? Like, if someone's choking you from behind and you're holding right. on to the ropes, that's actually what's choking you. It would be better yeah. for you to let go of the ropes and then it they would. won't choke you anymore. That's how <laughs> physics work. What the fuck was this finish? Choke me, spank me, pull my hair, Chris. Fuck just <laughs> crap i mean what else then, you, i mean and then, what else could you so, say so and then they've had months and months and months of just fucking beating the fucking absolute shit out of each other forever right they're fucking making each other bleed and they're injuring each other and they're trying to fucking PMS. kill each other and it's just all <laughs> fucking kinds of i hate you and i'm gonna fucking get you and i'm gonna but, fucking kill you they have this but, match, there's a fucking bed of nails but and then, and then after it, and then after it, they're like, yeah, let's shake hands, it? guys. Loves it in the air. Whoa. That, that's it. Killed the match, hands. killed the heat. I don't want to see these clowns again in a match. That's it. You killed everything. What? How do you kill heat? I don't care if it happened when the fucking cameras stopped rolling. Cameras were still rolling and got leaked all over the place, all right? This this takes a piece on professional wrestling, dude. Straight up. And you want to say the AEW Mark Tards claim WWE take the piss. No, I'm sorry, man. This is taking it the piss. Actually, sorry, taking a piss on professional wrestling. It's plain and simple, man. This wasn't a match, Jimmy. This was this was, it was a-, a blood and guts blood feud, bro. Th- this was hate i don't it was a performance i guess but like fuck this was bad this was okay okay let's say this was a movie and it was a performance right just say Mm. this would be a b-grade movie still a fucking d-grade movie oh yeah and i I don't mean that in score i mean like you know literally it it wouldn't be coming out in at the cinemas put it that way yeah and then like so we're told afterwards by commentary like literally literally so the match ends they're fading away 
and commentary is like, oh, we've we've heard that it was John Moxley who surrendered in order to save Wheeler Yuta. And I'm like, oh. why the fuck are you telling me that? Why didn't production show it to me? Because they suck. <laughs> I mean, dude, they can't keep up with their own shit. Like, straight up. I don't want to bash this company, dude. I'm sick of bashing them. Because now, I'm left confused. Every other fucking AEW show, I, I, I hate it. But I look forward to Saturdays, dude. Yep. I truly do. Like, I'm not lying. I fucking look forward to watching Collision, and I'm left c confused again. And the show that is good, no one watches it, bro. Maybe they don't want fucking professional wrestling. Maybe yep. they want this I, fucking shit. I honestly, I mean, honestly, Jimmy, I'm going to stick with my prediction. If they stick with it on Collision, and as long right. as there's no major injuries to any of, like, the big stars... As long as CM Punk keeps working, as long as they continue to have the kinds of matches and the kinds of, you know, segments that they're having over there, I believe they'll hit a million within six months. I do. I actually I believe they can hit it within six months, but they have to, have to, have to follow through. They can't change course. Oh, man, I want to fucking say I like I agree with you. But I just, the thing is, how the fuck is this not growing, man? They've been pulling off. I mean, seriously, you can't complain, right? Really? You no. Know, like I said, bro, the reason why, why Collision isn't growing is exactly what I said. Like the Bucks and Omega, well, mostly the Bucks, because it's the. I honestly, I think Omega would be fine. I think Omega would actually play ball with Punk, to be honest with you. But the Bucks well, yeah. are just little bitches. I'm, I'm guessing. My guess is that one of them got the shit beat out of them by Punk, and so he's butthurt about it. So nobody's allowed to work with Punk now, who's in their circle, because he's butthurt about getting his ass kicked. Um, but it's holding the company back, dude. Like this, bad. it is absolutely holding the company back, and, and alienates their the fan reaction, base too, bro. Yep. Their reaction to Collision has basically told a segment of the AEW audience that they shouldn't watch Collision. So they're not. And then right. the rest, again, like the rest of the people who are into professional wrestling but don't like AEW, they don't give a fuck what's going on Saturday night. They hear AEW and they're like, no. This is the most... This company is something else, bro, as a whole... They really fuck with you, man. They fuck with your head as a fan, as as podcasters, as just everything, man. They, they, they take you on a ride every week like this. It's like literally like this, bro. It's worse than the fucking, the, you know, the submarines that went bang. <laughs> they collided and, and you know, motherfuckers bang, are bang. doing the pressure. You know what I mean? Boom. Under pressure. <laughs> yeah, song under pressure <laughs> but anyway you get my drift right i mean this this company's going to implode like this you can't have such a like it's such like one show is just this way and the other show is that way it's 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 alienating the fan base bro it's that's why collision's not getting the fan base that it should be or the viewers and dynamite people are getting their fan base are getting used to these fucking you know dumpster fucking 
pit fire bullshit that they've they're doing every Wednesday, man. Yeah, um, yeah. I don't know. I don't. I don't really have anything else to say about it. This was everything with MJF and Cole was really good. That's um, it. And if really? you didn't like that, like I really feel bad for Hameen. Like I really feel I bad do, for anybody too, like me man. who watched this and didn't like that Fuck. segment. Because if you didn't like those segments, this was two hours of fucking torture. <sighs> Straight up, yeah. And you know what? That fucking that cold shit saves them from me giving another F. And we've been giving Fs, bro, for dynamite left and right, man. You know, like the melts of six seven star bullshit <laughs> we're throwing f's like it's six seven stars right I now wonder how many fucking stars he gave that fucking this blood and oh i really do because like because like <sighs> the guy is just so clearly giving fucking marks to his friends like at this point that it's it's embarrassing like as somebody who like really actually cares about professional wrestling everything Meltzer does is fucking embarrassing um Anyway, we will continue to not be embarrassing, and we will go ahead and give this show our letter grades. Jimmy, what do you got for today? Me tonight? first. Damn. Uh, all right, let me see. The Cole and fucking MJ thing is the only thing that really stands out in my head for some reason, right? Surely there must have been something else that was half decent on this show. Was there? No. I mean, the, there really the, wasn't. No, so there was it was a squash match between Britt Baker and Kayla uh, Sparks. Nothing. Oh yeah, and Jungle Boy and oh. and then Jungle Boy and Hook. <laughs> Shit. All right, fuck it. D plus. Yeah, it's that's what's getting for me. Uh, it's a it's a D plus, and the only reason why it's not more, and I mean the only thing keeping this from being like an F minus, like you're just expelled from school, you did so fucking poorly. Is is the MJF and Cole stuff, which I thought was really good and I really found entertaining, but everything else on here was either uh, kind of crappy. Like I, I just I walked away from crap. going, yeah, yeah, that was shit. Um, or like I'm offended that I had to watch it and that people called it wrestling, which is what the main event was. By the way, the main event of a two-hour show that was absolute fucking crap was almost an hour long. So if you fill almost an hour of your two-hour show with something that I think is just absolute fucking dregs, I'm not giving you a good grade. The only thing keeping this show from being get the fuck out of here, <laughs> yeeted off the goddamn cliff, is is MJF and Cole. So. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry, but it's true. That's it. That's literally the only thing. Everything was straight hot garbage, man. And I get it. They didn't have to book a such such a strong card because that you know blood and guts is the sell, right? Problem is, who are you selling to? Exactly, and just like saying, I, like I said, they so they had two different matches this week that were fifty plus minutes long. One of them was match of the year contender. One of them was just pure self indulgence nonsense, so that the EVPs could get a big win. That's it. That's all it was. Don't fucking tell me it was anything else. That's what this was about. Um, well, speaking of the EVPs, actually, Chris, did you the also apparently the speech after the show? Kenny no. said something interesting. He said that um, I'm going wherever these guys are going in when he was meeting to the Bucks. So it seems like they haven't signed up anything, and basically he's being real loyal 
to the super kick Partiki guys about where they're going to go. If they end up in WWE, basically he'll go to WWE. If they stay in AEW, he's staying too. They're staying in AEW because WWE will absolutely, under no circumstances, allow them to have the kinds of matches that they fucking have. There's they do no want Kenny. They are way. interested in Kenny. They'll, 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 yeah, they'd be interested in Kenny. They might even be interested in the Bucks. But there is no fucking way that you're having that get your shit in match in a WWE environment. You will tell a fucking cohesive story and you will do the shit that you're supposed to do. If you're the third match on the fucking card, you don't get to break the fucking tables and bring out the fucking bed of nails. You don't do that here because WWE is still a professional wrestling company. And I fucking hate the WWE. Exactly. I fucking hate that what's going on in AEW is making me so fucking like so wanting to defend the WWE. Yeah, that's what this company does, bro. I want to fucking just, I just want to take a a fucking sledgehammer to why? Why do you do this to me, Bucks? Do you see? It's true. Now you get it, man, with that because that's what it does, dude. You end up defending WWE and then you start thinking to yourself, fuck, do I say, am I a WWE shield? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? But it's true. It, that's what it does, dude. It really does. And then you want to, like, defend WWE in every turn just to piss on AEW. You know what I mean? But the truth is, we don't want that. You know what I mean? We, no. We want, we want wrestling as a whole to be great. I, but... I, I honestly hope that Kenny and the Bucks go to WWE because I really we'll legitimately right. feel like them not being in AEW would be better benefit, for the product. It'll benefit the and it'll benefit them, I think, because WWE will tell them to tone the fuck down. Yeah, and then maybe they'll make some money in professional wrestling that isn't just hey we killing yourself. We, hey, you know what? We're Christian as fuck, but we've definitely <laughs> bamboozled yeah. this billionaire's son. That's how we're yeah. making our money, guys. They might That's actually call... make some money for a company and actually figure out, oh, doing super kick parties, you know, especially when you weigh 160 pounds and your opponents are 250 pound plus, uh, well, doesn't make sense and we shouldn't do it. Oh, well, oh. To, to be fair, Chris, can you imagine the match between the Bucks and the Usos? Can you imagine how many super kicks will be in that party? It would just be spam. It would just be oh, because the you know the users are kind of guilty of spamming the super geeks too, bro. Oh yeah. No one wants sure to call are. them out on that though. Have you noticed that? Uh, but they're just as bad when it comes to super kicks. I'm telling you, they, they, they do really it are. too much. Here's the difference: the Usos are both about 250 pounds. But yes, there's there's the butts, and they would look big compared to the fucking bucks. Let's be real. Yeah, the bucks are a cruiserweight tag team. That's what they are. Former junior world heavyweight tag team champions, bro. They're Facts. cruiserweight tag team. Um, honestly, they should be. They, they should. If WCW was still going, they would be competing <laughs> against Evan Courageous in the opening match. <laughs> uh, three count. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy. Anyway, yeah. that's it for the show. Jimmy, tell the people where they can find you. Uh, it's getting hard hopefully Wednesdays somehow change but you can find me on Twitter at DJ Massifix and you can find us at the PwC Network please like and subscribe right here on channelattitude.com and the PwC Network.com and Hummy Media Group .popping.com for all our shows and that's a wrap man see this, sh- this show's dazed me that much I haven't fucked up my 
my plugs at the end. But it's okay. You know where to find me at this point. I'm with you. I'm right here on the PwC Network. I, uh, well, right here for the Wednesday Night Skirmish. We yes. also, I also sort of join in whenever the fuck I want on stuff. You can you also can. find me on the Hami Media Group and channelattitude.com where I do, um, first of all, mainly the big show for me, at least anyway, is uh, The Wreckage, where we sift through the collision the next <laughs> day. So... Um, the collision now. Sift through the wreckage of collision. I don't. Yeah, something like that. We should. We sift through the wreckage after are collision. You, and you know what's weird, Chris? There's not that much to sift through compared to dynamite. That's a real fucking wreckage. Yeah. It, yeah. This is. This is like Just nonsense. Saying. But yeah. Uh, yeah, you can find me on Twitter. I'm at Chris One. Uh, I've been Chris Ends. That's been Jimmy T. You've been a great audience. Thank you to everybody in the chat. Everybody, you've been great. We love you. Um, have a good day and uh, we'll see you real soon Olay Olay and happy birthday Chris Willen once again bro peace
Sammy sent into the oh, rope. Yes! Double clothesline duck, and now... Yes! Oh, there you go! Come on, Sammy, cover him! Sammy, go He's good! Go! JF able to kick out. How about that double Spanish fly by Gavone? Sammy Sonata tricks up his sleeve, one of the most talented performers here in AEW. Now Sammy looking for that Carter. No, MJF. Who's got Sammy hooked? And no, Sammy. Was the way the tag was made. Sammy didn't realize. Sammy did not realize. He don't know what's going on now. He just got blasted by Adam Cole. Sammy has gone down. Watch out! Watch out, Sammy! Coming up next, our main event, the Blood and Guts match, presented by Shark Week on Discovery. I think Danny made a tag I there. Yeah, yeah. Look at this, a double chop block. Good call, Chris, blind tag. And once again, don't forget Adam Cole took down that knee pad in a stupid move as Danny locks in the Dragon Slayer. Unprotected knee. There you go, you can see it. He noticed Adam Cole turning to his hip, trying to relieve some of the pressure on the knee. Leaning on that shoulder Hold really would help. This is it, lock it in. Sit right back with that, Danny. Come on, man. Garcia dragged Adam Cole back towards center, but Cole still able to reach the ropes, and now Garcia focusing his fire on the knees of Adam Cole. Garcia charges in the bank. Darren sends him over the top. On to Sammy Guevara on the floor. Two for one there for Adam Cole. And MJF. What are they going to look for the picture here? I, I think, did, did Cole just say dive? Did Cole just tell him to dive? I think so. What is Shark Week? MJF. He's going to do it. He's psyching himself out. Better make up his mind soon. There's a lot of time out there. Can't have second guess with stuff like that in the ring, buddy. That's not really a match's wheelhouse. Fans here in Boston. Don't do it. Coming to their feet, trying to urge on MJF. Don't do it. He's going to do it again. Unbelievable. That's the biggest pop for a toe base since 1992 Excalibur. <laughs> this crowd in Boston is electric tonight. There it is again. Look at this. Better than a 6.30. A two for one for MJF and now Cole. Oh. Panama Sunrise on Garcia. My boy's got a rally here. Come on, guys. Garcia got planted. There's no one in his corner. MJF. Here comes the double clothesline. At least that's what they say. You got one more duck left in you. Come on, Danny. Garcia. No. It is official. Saturday, July 29th, Hartford, Connecticut, the XL Center, Collision. FTR will defend the AEW World Tag Team Championship against Adam Cole and the AEW World Champion MJF. On Collision is Jericho heading down the ramp to console Daniel Garcia and Sammy Guevara after what has got to be a bitter, stinging loss. That's, that's nice of Chris being a real leader, trying to support his guy. Oh, my God. No problems. I'm not getting to this battle, okay?
Ooh, Adam Cole. What the hell is that? Hey, hey, just, what the hell is that? Oh. What Calvert dealing with MJF and Adam Cole. Yeah, but I was going to say that you, despite that being one of the best two out of three ball matches, I can't wait for this one in Connecticut, Saturday, July 29th. There you see him for the world. PWC Network, what the world is watching and listening to.